Good morning. May the fourth be with you. And also with you. <laughs> Good morning. Welcome to Suzilla. It is May the 4th, which means it is Star Wars Day. <clears throat> um, yeah, we're kind of actually required to talk about Star Wars Day because we are tattooed with Star Wars tattoos. It's true, we are. Um, we are rebels that way. We are. Uh, and, and, well, they're rebel tattoos, so that's, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know, is tattooing actually rebellious anymore? I think in some circles it is. Okay. And many circles it's not. Many circles it's not. Many many it's normal. Um, I've still got plenty of friends that are not tattooed. I've got others that uh, work jobs where they have to cover them up. Yeah, that gets me. I mean, that's not even, that's, is that even, it would, but what gets me is that's a thing still. So what exactly makes a tattoo unprofessional? Unless it's like, could be considered obscene. Uh, that is a really hotly debated thing. Cause remember my dad, when he got out of the Navy, all those years ago, his stepmom made him sand off his tattoo of dancing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was also 60 plus years ago. It was not, I mean, yeah. And your stepmom was me. Your, his stepmom was me. Yeah. Well, you know, the, you know, dad at that point instilled with me a rule that, hey, if you get tattoos, make sure you have, they can be covered up with a short sleeve shirt. There you go. Because his was a long sleeve shirt cover up. Oh, well, yeah. I was on his dancing girl on his forearm. Was good. Well, guys, that's where, that's where sailors got their arms. Mm -hmm. Well, they, they had more tattoos, but that was the that one. That was the one that showed. Well, it was a dancing hula girl. So, yeah. So, I mean, it, that is so tame these days. Yeah. You know, in the days of, with, with the monkey, monkey belly button buttholes, that's tame. Mm-hmm. You know? So we're, and that's very, even that's a mild one, comparatively speaking. Yeah, but that's one of those things, you know, where we're talking about getting, you know, tattoos for Soup Live. Yeah. Yep, there, there's Taco Talk. There is Taco Talk. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I, I might be getting ink for that. Mm-hmm. Depends on how well she she our, our local gal. It's really good. She is. She's got at, some mad skills. At that style of of, Art? I want to say it's 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 new American. Uh, could be because it's outlandish and colorful. I don't know. Um, I haven't been watching Ink Master in it. Okay, I need to. Yeah, we're we're talking about nerds because it, in nerds specifically being nerds. business owners. Business owners being nerds. Business owners being nerds. Or nerds being business owners. Yeah, and the the culture around that, because it, it is important. Um, you know, certainly working through actuary tables is very much like, you know, setting up a role-playing character. Yeah, that level of, of detail is absolutely... Actuary tables, of course, explain to our clients, our, our listeners, that an actuary table is the... It's basically if you whether you live or die. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there is a group of of of, of mathematicians, I mm -hmm. guess. You're called actuaries. Yeah, right? and that's statisticians. Statisticians. Yeah. And what they do is they go through death records and how someone dies mm -hmm. and how someone gets injured and how old they are, and they go through and they filter this all down to. A person this age is predicted to die at this age. A person this age is predicted to die at, for this reason. Mm -hmm. 
those are actuary tables and insurance lives and dies by the Oh yeah, it's, it's huge. And it, you know, it sets rates. Um, yeah, this, this is the point where That's I tell you. That's why the older you are, you pay more yeah. for health insurance. Well, uh, for life insurance too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, get your life insurance policy because they keep they keep jacking the rates. That's your that's your plug, life insurance. All right, so it is very important to kind of embrace that nerd culture. Okay. When you talk to a business owner, you know, find out what their nerd is. Mm-hmm. They are sports nerds. They are sports nerds. Um, and they are food nerds. They are food nerds. That that's that's really a fun one to go down the the rabbit hole with. Mm-hmm. Especially if it's a restaurant owner. Because they might cook for you. They might cook for you. <laughs> you might regret it, but they might cook for you. Um, you know, there's just a lot of, you know, there's gaming nerds. There's, mm-hmm. the thing is, whatever is your, 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 your passion in, can, you can nerd out on, for lack of better terminology. Yeah. Or geek out on it. It's just a matter of, if someone really, loves something and would go go on for hours about mm-hmm. it that's you know in, in matt's terminology geeking out yeah yeah and that's not a bad thing it is someone's passion and you gotta you know i'll go on for i'll go on for ever about how health insurance works just because i know how it works and i like talking about it it's not that's my vocation on my avocation um mm-hmm. i don't know what i'm not sure what i would geek out about aside from my career at this point cooking Cooking, yeah, baking. I do like to bake. Yeah, make a good cookie. See, yeah. make a good cookie. I want cookies. <laughs> I got this recipe for this giant chocolate chip cookie that everybody in my house loves. Yeah, especially when they put, especially if I put M and M's in it. It's great big. It's it's in this like a whole batch makes like nine cookies mm-hmm. and they're like six inches in diameter and see now I'm kicking out. Yeah, yeah, and it's really easy to make. Yeah, but they're. You know, there are, it's important to find everyone's kind of where their nerd level is. Yeah. And, and, and what they are. Is, that's where you can connect with somebody on a personal level. Well, it's also where people are unshielded. Because mm-hmm. one of the things that the corporate likes to do is just throw down the, hey, everyone must conform in this manner. Yeah. No, no plants on your desk. No plants on your desk. Yeah. That, that dolly nine to five. Um, yeah. It's important to, 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 you know, be human. Yeah. And that nerdness that is really the human connection mm-hmm. uh, that we will, well, most people share. Yes. Yes. Well, there's usually something that someone will, will really enjoy and would like to speak about, but sometimes they can't, they're just for one reason or another, can't mm-hmm. talk about it. Um, but if you can connect with somebody on that, on that topic, then it's kind of exciting for everybody because you got the chance to not only make a, a work connection, but you got the chance to make a friend. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, even if it's not like your bestie ever, ever, you've still got somebody that you can, you know, say, Hey, how's it going? You see mm-hmm. that new movie, you know? And, and it's just, it's that, it's that personal connection. Thing. Now, one thing you also mm-hmm. need to be concerned though. One thing that I did discover one time is sometimes if they're, passion if their nerdiness if their geekery okay is uncomfortable for you mm-hmm. it's very important to set a boundary okay um i knew somebody once who you know had i i guess you could call it a fetish 
That's different than than nerdy. Yeah, well, it's kind of I don't know. I don't know. It's 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 it's, it's kind of weird to say how how you could categorize this mm-hmm. um, because it wasn't necessarily um, sexual, but it was it was atypical for my my circle of friends. Okay. And they were going, and they and we connected at one point for one reason or another at some point, and they kept, and they were, it's it's like he it's like they misread my interest in it, and it was kind of making me go, this isn't terribly comfortable. So I had to lay a boundary down. It's like, hey, don't you know? It, it's like I respect your passion. I, I it's, it's awesome that you've got it. Really doesn't you know, appeal to me like it appeals to you. Okay, how does that tie in with business? Because usually you don't see those with business No, I'm just saying setting boundaries, dude. Okay. <laughs> boundaries is a thing. Yes. Yeah. You opened the topic about geekery. I did open the you topic, about, the topic geekery. about geekery. And geekery and, and, and business. And geekery and business and geekery in life. But yeah, that's just one of those things. But it, I get what it boils down to is if something, you're okay to set boundaries if you're not comfortable with, but that does not mean you have to Totally shut that person out. Just set boundaries. Yes. Yeah. Not wrong. Okay. Um, back to business. Yes. By me, by meeting your business partner, your coworker, your vendor on a non-business level, a geeky level. Yeah. You can create a whole different set of relationships that can be really positive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, that's where you do all your team building. Um, one of the classic examples we did uh, was, since we're big Star Wars geeks, is we did a Star Wars photo booth yes. for for a uh, a show. Yeah, and that was it was it was it was awesome because the the, the person's equipment who ran it was. He was he was a bit of a nerd and, and, and really dug the whole Star Wars idea. And when we busted out the lightsabers, um, the radio DJs that uh, we we were helping sponsor mm-hmm. uh, to make our event even bigger really enjoyed it because oh my gosh, here's lightsabers, uh-huh. um, and you start to get these dynamic environments. Yeah, um, and if it's a and if it's a big. Um, a big passion, something mm-hmm. like Star Wars or Star Trek or something where there's a very large fan base, you can suddenly end up with a group. Yeah. It's kind of fun. Yeah. That's but, where conventions come from. That's where conventions come from. But yeah, that was, you know, that was a, a, a home show. Yeah. And, and we're sitting like, there doing insurance at the home show, running around with lightsabers. Exactly. And re- embracing that makes it so much less boring. Mm-hmm. You know, we've got, okay, we have on our wall, we have a lot of new natural, national park themed, um, theme posters. And there's a couple that are Easter eggs. They're not exactly traditional national park look. I mean, we've got a Sasquatch for one. Well, yeah, that was, you know, we, 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 we kind of had some, you know, good artists and we good shopping and we, we got that and yeah, we're probably going to, we're probably going to have to swap out a couple of these, um, later on this summer. That's okay. Um, just because it's, it's, it's about time to swap them out. We've, we've, we've ran them now for about three years. Something like that. Yeah. Just kind of rotate them out. Mm-hmm. So I might have to do some sort of giveaway. Mm-hmm. Yep. Or just put them in the back. But you just want to freshen the place up. Well, freshen it up and, and then, Incorporate some some new look. We gotta we gotta sew our patch onto our our Wenatchee Wild mm-hmm. 
jersey. Yep. Um, because saw Walt, Walt out in the wild with sporting the sporting the Susie Health Solutions batch. That's pretty awesome. So we got to have our patch, you know, supporting it since I know where they put it now. Yes. Um, and that's kind of important is 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 you know knowing that geek is it's like you know going to a Ren fair and you know wearing you know you know khakis. You don't do that. Well, you can. There's no one's gonna stop you. No one's gonna stop you, but you're not gonna you're not gonna participate in the festivities. Yeah, you might. You might not even have the appropriate costuming, but you still want to go and have fun. Yeah, but you're really limiting your fun. You can still go and bop each other with with bopper swords, and you can still shop, and you can still enjoy the giant turkey leg, but you're not. You're not going to get the engagement with the people in costumes like you like you would if you were also in costume. Yes, you'll run around in freaking khakis and a polo shirt in a, in a Ren fair situation is not recommended. Well, no, if you're just generally standing out of the crowd in a weird way. Yeah, yeah, you're the mundane in the, in the mix. But, but you know what? No one, you know, if, if you do get chased out of it for that, then. That's not very inclusive. Yes. And you're not dressed for the party. That's true. And that, that is a very important aspect with some of those larger events. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, well, your basic rent fair is it's open to the public. You're going to find a, a population that's not going to be costumed up. If you are at a... Uh, like a big SCA event mm-hmm. where you are basically required to be, you're part of a, a group that, come, that is generally customed up anyway, because that's part of the deal. And you come in your khakis and polo shirt. They're going to say, you need to go change clothes. Yeah. They got some wild rules. I mean, like covering things up with duct tape, mm-hmm. but it's not period. Yeah. Although duct tape is duct tape is I, evidently duct tape is it transcends time and space. Yeah, because it holds binds things together. It's magic binding tape. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's you got to be kind of conscious of that those rules, mm-hmm. um, and having you know bringing in those passions. You know, one of the things is, is in insurance is incredibly popular, which which we don't do, mm-hmm. is the sponsoring of golf. Yeah, we're not golfers. And I'm not dismissing mm-hmm. golf. Golf is a great way to socialize and network and stuff like that. And some people get really passionate about it. And that's cool. Mm-hmm. Get outside, you, you know, walk around a little bit. You have some exercise, get some fresh air, you know. Yeah, we're all like the... Chase around a little white ball. Yeah, we're, the, we're kind of the dark side of Bushwood. Yeah. <laughs> and that's really important. It's like, yeah. Because right. I've been invited out to more, more than one golf thing. And it's like, nope. Have you? I, I never have. That's because of a woman. Mm-hmm. Women in golfing is, and insurance are not a clean as, as clean a fit as a man in insurance in golfing. Okay. It's there, but it's not as clean a fit because women in golfing is already a little weird for some guys. I know. Go figure. Yeah, that's weird because my stepmom golfs. I know. She tried, oh, I'm not saying that she, she tried to teach my dad and he was not having it. No, I don't have any problem with women oh. golfing, but some guys have problems with women golfing. That's weird. I know. It's a very weird sexist thing. Yeah. 
don't get that. No, but yeah, it's, it's true. But I think it's, I don't know, it's, it's, I don't know. Maybe it's a country club thing. Could be a country club thing. Could be a country club thing. That may be where I, that may be where my disconnect is. Either way, but yes, um, and why does it smell like peanut butter around here? I have no clue what you're smelling. Okay. Um, it's protein powder. That's probably it. That's probably it. Um, so golfing and insurance are very much, mm-hmm. um, part, they, they very much work well together for a lot of folks. Um, you know what it is? Uh, no. Is that people who have the money to golf have lots of things they need to insure. There you go. And so it's kind of a, a it's kind of a sand trap for golfers. Uh-huh. Uh, um, Water hazard. That's true. If you're if you're trying to get in with people who have a lot of um, who have money and toys, mm-hmm. that's one way to do it. Yeah, it's a it's a whole niche <laughs> market thing. Bless you. Fun uh, with allergies. Yes. Oh my gosh! It it pollen is flying fast and furious and went at you these days. It is spring after all. Yeah, and I'm, I'm blessed with hay fever. Yeah, we're fortunate that one makes for very fun snot fests around our home. Um, but that's what we have. But yeah, the, that whole marketing scheme, and we've, we've gone through several weeks of marketing with Super Supernova, and he was like, what's your ideal customer? What's your ideal customer? And no, at the same regards, when any of the insurance guys mm-hmm. in any of their training there, they're like, what's your niche customer? Mm-hmm. And we've we've had this. I mean, this mm-hmm. has been a thing. And if you look at any of the marketing, and a lot of for, for property folks, a lot of yeah. it's your your high high dollar value mm-hmm. owners. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Some people really like to set to 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 to, to market to that itch niche. Um, all you have to do is look at some of the the the, the swag companies. Mm-hmm. And oh, just type in the word golf in yeah. pages and pages and pages of stuff. Yeah. Well, some of it is, is is kind of an antithesis for what we do is because mm-hmm. we we're really we really believe that our services are for everyone. Oh yes, and we are we are not ex- we are not um, I don't know exclusionaries. We're, well, actually, we we we, right. we are very inclusive in our capitalism. Yeah, exactly. And um, it's not about you know making a million dollars. No, it's about you know serving as many people as we can and making a little bit of money so that we keep the lights on. Right, exactly. We're not necessarily interested in becoming millionaires. We're interested in making sure our communities mm-hmm. taken care of as best we can. And you know we 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 contribute enough to the point where. The, one of the s- biggest debates is whether or not we're going to become a social benefit corporation. Yes. Um, they've been around in, in Washington State for about a decade. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, because they are so new and such a wild concept, um, not enough advisors can say, yes, this will benefit you. Mm-hmm. We're, I'm not sure. We're, we're still trying to figure out what the benefits to being. Yeah, because because they they mentioned like you know, well, when you get contracts, and it's like, well, no, we don't get contracts. We generally issue contracts. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a very it's a different mindset. Yeah, I think what you're finding those to be are the not not nonprofit but not for profit situations maybe. 
it's it's it I well I, I can see it very very possible for like a, a medical group yeah that's set up as a as a profit making say oh well, we're gonna we're gonna do a social benefit program right and because they're gonna focus on social benefiting as well as well I mean they'll have you know they'll charge for stuff but then they'll have a lot of pro bonos or a lawyer could do a lot of pro bono stuff could be yeah yeah or a law, a law group that does um a lot of pro bono or low income services they're they're or, they're they're set up on on the on with the with the side gig that yeah that covers that hey i'm i'm gonna do be do, do focused things. on charity maybe maybe well, it's not s- just charity though well you, know, you have to have a social benefit of some sort exactly um, and that's that's one of the, one of the key elements. But it's like, where is the where is the reward for the extra work? And what I mean by extra work is is what is the reward for the extra work of the paperwork you have to turn? There is more paperwork. There's more paperwork. This it protects you from being sued if your your board goes off and, and does a tear and you know helps out people. <laughs> well, uh, what will okay? Does it protect? It protects the corporation if the board goes off on a tear mm. and tries to help people and lose everything. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or they try to help and they get sued because they accidentally sunk the Greenpeace ship. No. <laughs> lawsuits, lawsuits are different. That's what your, oh, okay. your, your, your directors and officers insurance is about. Oh, okay. So I thought LLCs covered that kind of stuff. No. See, that's why I'm not a lawyer. No. Uh, people think LLCs are, are a big magic coverall. Oh, gosh, no. And, you know, particularly if you're drawing income off of them, not necessarily. Mm-hmm. That's one of those ones you might want to check a lawyer because, yeah, you can get tagged real quick. Well, that's why it's called limited liability, mm-hmm. not complete liability company. Yeah. Um, or no liability company. Yeah. One of my buddies, you know, educated me on how they would set up an LLC and collapse it for the legal protection behind the collapsed LLC. Oh, yeah. Um, because what they were doing was they, they were working on uh, artificial limbs. Uh-huh. And they didn't, they, they, so they would set the, 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 the limbs and the stuff up in, in, these, in these things so that they wouldn't be sued if something happened. Because of the, the legal liabilities, I see. And there's nothing to sue if there's no LLC. Yeah, if it's if it's a, if it's a dead company. Mm. So that's how they get. That's how they get around the legal standings of that. Yeah, this is why you uh, hang out with nerds. Is you go you go down these rabbit holes of of, oh. of business. Oh yeah. That are just incredible. But he, you will he, learn all kinds of interesting things. Good news is he was actually producing quality products. Oh yeah, he was just trying to protect himself. Now someone could do, and I'm sure it's happened. You do the same thing, but you do it in a dirty way. Yeah, yeah. There are there are ways to do things that are uh, free? <laughs> yeah, um, you know, it's, it's, you know, setting up uh, a, you know a shadow corporation mm-hmm. in South Dakota, for example, mm-hmm. uh, because their corporate laws you don't have to really specify on who the corporate who's the corporate owners and you can hide money that way exactly um, some states are very lax and those others are less so mm-hmm. um, and it's was it, nevada was really popular for that for a long time yeah they come and go uh i think south dakota is one of the top ones they're not right say, now for that. i want to say new jersey is another one could be i mean well new jersey's always had a reputation yeah but reputation but does not necessarily, necessarily mean, mean it's, the truth. it's kind of usually a veneer yeah there you go 
But yeah, the shadow corporation thing is, I mean, the offshore accounts, the all that kind of stuff is very, it's 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 very Hollywood, but it's there's it's there for a reason. Yeah, when I was looking at cryptocurrency and shadow banking, that was where you'd see things, and you'd, most people don't understand that. Yeah, there there is you you see on the the above surface stuff. You don't see the shadow banking stuff, which they estimate somewhere between 10 and 25% of the financial dealings are through shadow banking. Oh. Um, it's, it's a large number and it's, it's really hard to track, mm-hmm. um, you know, you know, what oligarchs do with their money and how they maneuver it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why, the, you know, the banking is a serious profession and they, they've got some, you know, when you get some nerds together. You can you can move things. Yes, uh, it's not always for the, the 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 most beneficial to humanity. No, that's where you get super villains. But yeah, that's where you get tax fraud. Oh, that too. Um, which is you know leads to us to our, you know to our statements. Always read your mail and always, always pay your taxes. And that's about being above board. Right. Um, and that's that's one of the things that if you're hiding your nerd. Mm-hmm. Or you're making you, your employees hide their nerdiness. Mm-hmm. You're not a you're not playing above board, right? You're not being you're not being um, honest with yourself, or mm-hmm. and you're asking your employees to not be honest with you. Yeah, and you know, unfortunately, that there are a lot of dishonest folks out there. Unfortunately, that is true. Um, and so, every chance you get to to be honest, you know, in you know, supporting people who are being honest, mm-hmm. you get rewarded for it at least by feeling good. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. If, not, if you're, if you're, and if you're a believer in karma, that does come around. It does more for that. It, 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 I think it shines up the community. Oh yeah. Well, if you're, if you're being honest and you support mm-hmm. people being honest and forthright around you, mm-hmm. they're going to, start being more honest with themselves and with other people because they're finding that their life's better when you're not lying to yourself and to other people. Well, a, a really good example is, is when you watch folks, mm-hmm. uh, particularly when they're, when they're uncomfortable or they're, they're, they're having to lie. Yeah. And how animated they become. Mm-hmm. You know, you'll see twitches, you'll see them looking places, you'll see them focused everywhere besides in front of them. Yeah. And when being honest, it's straight up, oh yeah, this is how it works mm-hmm. in, you know, even tone. And you get that clarity mm-hmm. that's important in good transactions. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people, uh, you know, get amused at, you know, salespeople. Well, I, I can't trust salespeople. Well, yeah, you can. You just don't know how to how to maneuver a salesperson into doing an honest communication. Mm-hmm. Most people don't. And it's that you know that, that takes some training though. Well, once you understand on how they're doing it, and you're watching them, and you start to see those those tells come across, mm-hmm. then you it's like, okay, well, let's how do I guide them outside those tells? Yes, and you realize, dear, that's one of the things that you geek out on. Yeah, and it eludes a lot of folks. Well, that's because that's what me and my father did. It's, you know, here's your Coke. Watch people at the mall. Yeah. Watch how they move and how they maneuver and how they communicate with each other. Mm-hmm. Not a bad thing. And it's, it's very important. So this is going to, you know, you know, why, 
why you want to hire nerds and why you want to be a nerd. It all boils down to one thing. Yes. They are willing to do the best job they can regardless of how popular it makes them. Ah. They're not worried about the clicks, the popularity. They're just more, just let's just get this job done and have a good time. They're worried about doing that excellent job. They're the exact and opposite of Instagram famous. Mm, that's deep. That is deep. That's that next level deep that I wanted to get you to today. So that's where we leave it to. May the fourth be with you. Work on your nerds. Think about it. It's like, okay, yeah, this is why I hire a nerd. And so have, a, a, nerd. have a great day. <laughs>